0: This is Bobby Guy with the 10 Minute Health BizCast. This is album two, track 10. Our guest today is Hubert Szicek, the CEO and co-founder of Health Wildcatters, which is based out of Dallas, Texas. When it comes to healthcare innovation, there's no innovation without money. And for entrepreneurs at the startup stage, it's hard to grow without mentors, training, and community too. So for this episode of the Health BizCast, we're talking about the financial and community aspects of creating a vibrant environment for innovation. Health Wildcatters is a startup, incubator, and accelerator and I'm excited to talk to Hubert about what's next in healthcare. He also has one of the coolest accents you'll get to hear on the podcast. Many thanks for joining us, Hubert. Thanks for having me, Bobby. So tell us about Health Wildcatters. What does it do and what is its mission?
1: Sure, so Health Wildcatters is a healthcare seed accelerator and what that means is we invest in healthcare startups only. We've done that over 70 times now. Uh, But we don't just invest. We also have what we call the accelerator part to it. And that means that every startup that we invest in, which by definition is very early stage investment, by the way, pre-seed, very, very early, uh, they also join us for three months on location. Uh, This year it was all remote, but um, basically they join us for the programming. And during that program, what should happen is uh, exactly what the name describes. It's supposed to accelerate, the startup and what that means is we expose them to all conceivable angles of their business or any p- conceivable questions that could be asked about the business and try to poke holes into it um, obviously not malintended but rather to make them better discover things that need to be fixed discover things that need to be optimized and also bring up questions that they may not have considered themselves at the same time uh, we're backed by private investors, so family offices and angel investors, including myself and my partners. And we all uh, mentor in the program. So of course I'm employed here, I'm principally running it, but uh, all, almost all of our investors also participate as mentors and we have others who are also participating as mentors. So imagine hundreds of people at your disposal that can help a startup during the three month time period that they spend with us. To look at every aspect of their business, may it be regulatory or legal or uh, marketing or business model. Our mission is to help. In my case, I'm a physician by training, so uh, relieve suffering um, is 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 you know, the oath I, I swore swore to, and 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 we get to do that at a, at a massive scale, uh, and we also get to make good investments at the same time. So it's a it's a really a. Um, an amazing thing to see work work out. And of course, it does not work out in every single case. So that has to be said as well. This is a high-risk, uh, full-contact sport. But on average, uh, these startups um, have a much higher chance of success.
0: So we're coming out of a dark time known as 2020. What are you excited about in 2021 for healthcare innovation?
1: On the healthcare side, there are some areas that obviously are considered winners, uh, telemedicine, for instance, any aspect of telehealth uh, has been on fire this year. And I don't expect that to change anytime soon. It was truly accelerated. A lot of technologies that were already in existence were all of a sudden necessary. They were a nice to have before, and now they were a necessity to do business. So uh, it became pretty clear that there are many aspects of healthcare that can be improved. And this is somewhat of a a shock and awe type of approach, I suppose. Uh, We had a lot of things that were fleshed out or half fleshed out, all of a sudden we had to use them immediately this moment. And so um, a lot of startups got to um, experiment, uh, got to pivot into areas where they uh, are more applicable to the current situation, which I do expect to be a more permanent state. I do expect us all to uh, stick to some of the things we have learned during the pandemic and, have gotten used to them and prefer them in many cases. And so business will um, inevitably change uh, in healthcare in uh, a multitude of ways. So think of anything that can be done remotely, home healthcare delivery, home health uh, diagnostics, um, telemedicine, any kind of um, remote and distributed type of um, healthcare work, uh, clinical trials, It'll, 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 it'll literally, save for the hands-on uh, surgery, it'll literally affect every every aspect of medicine. And and my hope, of course, is that, uh, and I think the thing that I see positive out of this is that a lot of people have seen healthcare in action. They've um, seen how a, a pretty catastrophic event can affect us all and how, the people that are on the front lines, that are protecting us on the healthcare side, sprang into actions, into action, and the systems designed to protect us started to work. On, obviously, with with all its wards, but and then helped. Um, so, so this is a first point of contact for a lot of people with the healthcare system. And I think my hope is that it will renew an interest in innovation in healthcare, which a lot of people have seen this year. And uh, hopefully also an interest in uh, uh, in these new innovations and funding them or helping them in any other way that we can think of.
0: It sounds like you're saying COVID has been an accelerator of its own.
1: Yeah, I, I absolutely believe it, it was and, uh, and is and has forced a, a lot of innovation upon us all. And we see that in our own business and we have seen it in many of the startups as well. My hope is that this translates into... A lot of new innovation as well that we couldn't even conceive a year ago.
0: So we've got a lot of gaps, a lot of inefficiencies in US healthcare. Um, do you see some opportunities in those gaps, some big opportunities for us to make a difference?
1: Yes. Uh, I mean it is obviously a massive enterprise. The US, I don't know, the GDP is probably about 20% of our GDP is healthcare. Uh, we are often called out as the most inefficient healthcare system in the world, the most wasteful, and um, and it you know I think in some cases it's kind of hard to argue that is not the case because I think it is wasteful. Um, but then again, if you have a perfectly structured healthcare system, you also have to ask yourself where does that leave you. So, meaning that if there is a board and a leader that decides who gets healthcare and who doesn't, you might not want to be on team, <laughs> team that because they might give you a thumbs down on your treatment. So, uh, and that would be the most efficient, right? Like, um, let's, let's figure out who, who, whose money, who should we spend the money on? Whose, whose life is worth the most? I mean, we're getting into some pretty dark, um, um, processes there if, if that's the case, but, but obviously we're not, we, we're not dealing with either. I mean, we, we don't have, that type of dictatorial system anywhere, as far as I know. And um, we don't have a complete wasteful system either. So the gaps in our system are, are wide. There are many. Uh, they are part of why there is a, a ton of opportunity in healthcare. Uh, and we're talking about inefficiencies and things that happen in healthcare system that are pre-existent. But we're also talking about opportunities of completely new things to do or new treatments that have never been discovered before so we're also dealing with that and and that's very exciting because it could be new treatments that come to market that were never thought be possible Um, and just think about curing hcv or 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 not curing hiv but you know being able to live with hiv um so many opportunities that just basically did not exist. So in in healthcare, we have that amazing triple play where startups can do well financially, uh, save costs for our economy, and also reward the investors that invest in in the startups. And that's obviously um, a very exciting thing to be involved in.
0: Hubert, if you could leave our audience with one takeaway, what would it be?
1: Well, I think my best advice or my best uh, thought would be that innovation in healthcare is imperative. It's not optional. We have to continue to improve. Uh, I'm trained as a physician. It's it's in my blood to, to help people. And in, in healthcare, when we discover something that can be applied to healthcare or something that's de novo in healthcare, uh, it needs to be developed. Now, it still isn't possible to just pop something out and, 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 and have it executed flawlessly immediately, but I would love for there to be more opportunity for early stage high-risk ideas to be funded and um, uh, and in a sequential way being advanced forward with the introduction of, introduction of venture capital along the way or angel capital along the way to help shepherd some of the, uh, these ideas forward. So to me, it's innovation, 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 and uh, we're blessed to be in a country that will allow you to execute Uh, if you have a great idea.
0: Hubert, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you. It was my pleasure. This has been the 10 Minute Health BizCast broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.